Fantasy Football Podcast. Hey, welcome everybody to the podcast. We're up to episode 38. The 2020 fantasy season is in the books, boys, and uh, we want to welcome everybody in. We're going to do a, a show here just before the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. And uh, a few of the, the key players that we loved throughout the 2020 season, maybe um, maybe what we think about them going forward too, as we think about next year, maybe in dynasty leagues even, we'll just have a good chat about it. So to get us kicked off, that over there is Rob. How are you? I'm doing good. It's nice to be back. Uh, a little time off here, but uh, lots to talk about now. Kind of exciting. It's been kind of slow leading up to the Super Bowl. It's it's been kind of a weird one, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Should be fun, eh, Jordy? Yeah, I think so. I think it'll be good. You didn't introduce oh, me. Yet. No, right. but, on Ryan. <laughs> that's on Ryan. okay. See, we're that, rusty, man. You I was, yeah, I was take a month off, and we're rusty. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, uh, okay. should I say something Let or should I say something? Throw it back to Ryan. It, it hey. was like family dinner again. I'm like, I don't know <laughs> if I should say anything. Hey, down there is Jordan. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks. I'm 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 doing really good. I agree with Robert. These playoffs have been like, with what the NFL season has done and being able to give us the the complete season. A, B, the games have all been rescheduled so that every team got to play, and we got good playoffs. Like I, the the playoffs this season, where sports have been so dried out, like the desert. It's it's cool to see finally a league who kind of took everything seriously, and, and still put out a top-notch product. So the playoffs uh, were good, and I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl this year. I think it'll be fun. It is crazy, yeah. man. If we think back, what, five months ago? Like, we just, like I don't think anyone really thought they would make it through the whole stinking season. And really, wasn't a lot of hiccups. There's a couple of weeks there where... Um, Monday, Tuesday Den- game. Yeah, they, there, we, yeah, there's a Wednesday night game. But honestly, like... Overall, besides those couple early hiccups, it was just, COVID just become became just like another injury designation. Like yeah. uh, who's on the COVID list? Who's out for this week? And yeah, they uh, really did do a, a great job managing they, it. They seem to keep it pretty isolated, like and for the yeah. most part, you know. And when the guys teams got it, and, when the teams got it, they held them accountable. They just kept them out so that didn't spread anymore. And that's why the playoffs were so good. Is that everyone who was in the playoffs? Uh, they knew beforehand, so they had to wait it out, and they had to make sure that they were going into the playoffs with a healthy team. So they had to make the the measures correct or make the right counts or the right uh, calls on players to play, players not to play. If you're sick, you know you miss practice. If uh, you know you you spread out, then so far good. like really fun playoffs, like awesome playoffs. Like the first yeah. week's always great. Yes. The wild card week's always great, but even the next games were so awesome. It was so fun watching up and coming team like like Buffalo um uh, make it to the final four. You know, obviously they ran into just I don't I don't know if anybody can stop this offense with the Kansas City Chiefs. So, but the Bills like right up till that game, they're looking good. They're an up and coming team that I'm looking forward to years down the road. And uh, a team that kind of came out of nowhere this year that wasn't a lot wasn't a lot expected of the Green Bay Packers. They were awesome to watch all year and were awesome to watch into the playoffs. And again, uh, you know, kind of ran into a bit of a juggernaut. So, but it was it's been fun so far. Couple of things off the top. Did you guys miss the Pro Bowl? 
No. What's the bro ball? <laughs> <laughs> no. I missed I missed the fact that there was no football on, but yeah. I'm just saying that because it I felt would, like I've never asked me how many times I've watched the Pro Bowl. How many times have you watched the Pro Bowl? Never. I didn't think but so. But I like having that option to yeah, like exactly. see I watch golf. Flip like, it on golf, for like a was, couple minutes yeah. or something. It I is, watch the farmers in like I watch the farmers we, because farmers. golf da, 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 da. So I watch that because it's the beginning. Yeah. So it, it's just the option to be like, yeah, I'm better than the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Pro Bowl I, I is say, by far the worst All Star game. It's really bad. It's, it's yeah, it means disgusting. Bad. It's more for the players. Okay. Second thing, I think we have to uh, just recognize for a moment in our home. Can league, I say one thing about the Pro Bowl quickly? Okay. Trevor Simeon turned down an invitation to the Pro Bowl at one point in his career. Rock star. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think we, we have to uh, give a shout out to the Jedi Knights. They were the champions in our home league. I guess if we uh, have to. He, he crushed it, and congratulations to the Jedi Knights. The Jedi Knights ruled the SFL in 2020. Yes. Well yep. done. Well done, Jared. Well done drafting in your little TP tent. If that's the key. <laughs> it was the key. Everyone's going to be in one next year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually, you know what? And our runner-up, the big dirty. The big like, dirty. That was close. It was. It was a great. Uh, it was a great. Those fa- finale. Those two. It teams came down to the Buffalo dominant. kicker. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. A, it was a good one. And uh, Jedi Knights had Camara, and um, yeah. And what was it? It was a, like the Thursday Camara put up so yeah. many points. Yeah. But and then it was a seesaw but then it was though. Close. It, it was, was close. everything. Yeah. It came. Yeah. It was probably the best fantasy championship. Like, just as an observer, watching the points go back and forth, like, after Thursday night, you thought, oh, this is over. I mean, Kamara did what he did. And then all of a sudden, I get Henry, Alex and Henry, and, and yeah. Delvin Cook started doing their thing. It's like, oh, my goodness, are the Big Dirty going to win? And it was back and forth. It was it was pretty awesome to watch. And uh, hopefully everyone's championship game was just as exciting. <laughs> All right. Do you want to get into uh, some players that we liked from this year, guys? Um, how do you how do you want to go about this? How do you want to start it? Do you want to just in general some guys that you liked or rookies that you liked? Who do you want to talk about? I was just thinking um, some guys that maybe were a bit of surprises for 2020, and whether especially kind of this is probably a lot of people still listening are more dynasty oriented, I'd imagine. So can we buy into these guys? I guess even for redraft, can we buy into these guys again in 2021? Yeah. Some of the things I was thinking, like, uh, for instance, Hit me I was with thinking, one. Give me one. A big one for me was Stefan Diggs. He was a guy going into last year's draft who was not highly touted. Like, I think he was going four, five, sixth round uh, as a maybe wide receiver too. And he turned himself into a legit top probably five fantasy wide receiver. And he's a guy that I will for sure buy into again next year. The chemistry him and Allen had was just phenomenal. Yeah. A lot of people were thinking, oh, because Brown was there the year before and he was still there. But Diggs took over as the clear-cut number one, and Allen loves him. I love him. Brown was, not, was, was banged up a little bit, yeah. but – it's funny that you go from Thielen and Diggs two years ago, mm-hmm. and you're 
you're going into the last year, so you're going two years, then you go to this year, and you're thinking, okay, who do you take, Thielen or Diggs? Everyone's taking Thielen, yeah. us included. You're saying, we're taking Thielen, no problem, yeah. because Diggs going to Buffalo. We're not sure if you're buying into what he, what they're selling. Um, Antonio Brown didn't want to go there. Hmm. Like, imagine all the the, the trickle-down effect. If, I forgot if about that. Antonio Brown would have accepted that trade to Buffalo. Thank goodness. Would we be talking about Antonio Brown being as good as you know, Stefan Diggs. So I agree with you. I think Stefan Diggs, he proved to me I'm an idiot because <laughs> it was like, man, this guy did not want to go. He bought in to Josh Allen. He, They're like best friends. They're like, I don't know, what do you call us? Black and like the yin and the yang. Like they loved each other. Like that interview after the uh, championship, they're like, they're bros, man. They, they really, really enjoy each other's company and you can see it on the field like they, he looks to Diggs even in that that game against the Chiefs he was going to bit Diggs all the time it I mean the Chiefs knew that that was happening mm-hmm. but Diggs is for sure one of those guys he's that a go-to uh, guy he, yeah, for I think me the biggest thing with Diggs was his his ability to stay consistent throughout the season week after week like his biggest his biggest problem in Minnesota was that he'd have a great game and then the next game he'd disappear right he'd you know but in Buffalo, it was he proved that he can be that that wide receiver that your team counts on week after week. That's right. I think it's the connection between Allen and Diggs, though. Like I, that's where I where I was getting with it. I think that Allen and Diggs have something that's gonna last for a long, long time. They're both Guys they're that, both young uh, dudes too, right? So yeah, like if you have who, Diggs or Allen in that in that for that matter, if you have these guys in fantasy, you're loving it. You're laughing. Like Diggs is he's going to be a top five guy for. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think next year. Like who other than Devonte Adams do you want over Diggs? I'd take Hill probably, Tyreek Hill, and then Diggs. Hill, Hill has maintained that. Yeah, yeah. that elite just status. A, just but. a solid offense. But I think it's, it's so unsure. Draft. So unsure where Michael Thomas goes next year, right? That's what I mean. Like his status has rocketed like freaking game stock game stop stock and <laughs> game stop <laughs> he's he, he's like going from a guy that was like jordan was saying barely barely drafted as a wide receiver we were taking too. Thielen over but it was because we he was a he was a hit and miss guy like like a will fuller or something like that who's a, okay who's another guy that became very consistent so would you, this year would you take another guy who i loved mm-hmm. but i consider maybe the same tier now going in is if julio Go- julio jones gets moved are you taking Calvin Ridley or are you taking Stefan Diggs? It's Diggs for me. Yeah. Diggs I think I would I think it is Diggs, which is a which is a flip-flop from how things were going into the 2020 season for sure. I still really love Ridley though. I just I just like I think it's the overall team. Like Allen I obviously like better as a quarterback than Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. And yeah. it just is the offense as a whole I think will support Diggs better. I still think Calvin Ridley is an absolute stud. Um but I, but he's not in the same tier he's, as like not the Devontae Adams. Not I think I would take Diggs over Hopkins right now. He's right there with I those guys. That, I think that's where the line is. Yeah, you have Hopkins. You have Adams. Adams has he's clarified himself as the number one guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, solidified himself as the number one guy. So we got Devontae Adams, and then yeah, and then you have you have Diggs, you have Tyreek Hill, you have Hopkins. That's kind of your next next tier of dudes. So. Good on Diggs to get up there, and I think it's going to keep on rocking. Sweet. Jordan, do you have any guys that you wanted to bring up? Players? Uh, yeah, I just was thinking more running back-wise with the rook. I'm kind of generalizing as seeing how these hot rookies kind of 
dominated the latter half of the fantasy season with Dobbins, Swift, uh, even Akers, uh, CEH. We kind of see saw a little bit of a, a fall down. Uh, Gibson, like I, next going into next year, I think it'll be interesting to see where people starting start to rank these guys because near the end of the season, we saw the guys who started off slow starting to be hotter or more. Is it hotter? Yeah, it depends. Like hotter. Warmer. Warmer. <laughs> they started to be more productive. Yeah. As the guys who started off in a great situation, yes. starting to tally off. I mean, a the narrative of the preseason really did play out with the rookies. They all kind of started slow. There was no preseason, there was no training camp for them. And the narrative was that, you know, toward the end, they're going to start picking it up. Jonathan and Taylor. Guys like Jonathan Taylor oh, became yeah. the yeah. best running back in the league. If you yeah. sold on those guys early on, or, you know, like I'm sure, well, in our league, I know I personally dropped Cam Akers. Uh, I know Dobbins was dropped and yep. picked up as a free agent. If you didn't trust these guys and hold on to them, you were kicking yourself by the end of the season. Um, even, I, I even, guess it depends on what league you're in, though, right? If it's a dynasty, you're obviously keeping them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's but if it's, if it's, if it's, dynasty, it's totally those guys different. didn't get dropped. Season, yeah, season yeah. long, though. Yeah. Those got Acres and Dobbins got dropped, and uh, Swift and and uh, Jonathan Taylor maybe didn't get dropped, but definitely they were probably moved for a lot less than they should have been if teams yeah. were panicking. But uh, it is it is ironic that the guy that exploded week one, Ch, and it was looking like, oh, this guy is the next Kareem Hunt. He he fizzled, and I think the team lost a little trust in him as the years as the season went on. Um, yeah. His his inexperience as a pass blocker really started to show and because of that he started losing he started losing time in the backfield so he's a guy that i think was so high at the beginning of the year but going into next year he might be out of that group the fourth or fifth (laughs) running back taken right yeah like who's who's the number one out of that rookie that awesome awesome rookie group of running backs who would you take first you guys jonathan taylor I would say, depending on their quarterbacks, we have to see that quarterback situation first. In, I like Dobbins in which in which in, town in in, in Indy. Indy. See what happens yeah. there. I I, yeah. I I both of those guys you named that would be a f- toss up for me as well. Jonathan see, Taylor Dobbins, and Dobbins. Ingram's, Ingram's already released, yeah. and Gus Edwards. I think he's going to sign somewhere else. There, someone's going to sign him to be. Oh, Dobbins will be the guy there. Yeah, no doubt. And. So love, I, I like Dobbins. Them. I like Jonathan Taylor. Um, I would probably go Acres after that. Mm-hmm. Acres started to show nicely, and they're going to be set up, with, especially with Stafford. I think we're going to touch up later. That team's going to be great. But and I and then Swift or or Gibson. I'd probably go Gibson then Swift. Are we? Those two to me are tough. Are we like um, redoing history here in overlooking James Robinson again? <laughs> yeah, like nobody. Again, we didn't even mention the guy, and he was. We didn't even mention his name. He was so. I'll let consistent. people buy James Robinson. I don't care. Let him go. Like Trevor, if Lawrence goes there, good. Here's my worry with James Robinson. It's Jacksonville. His career, his career, his one year, but it, it really is mirroring Undraft. and reminding me of uh, Alfred Morris. Alfred Morris came out of nowhere. He he was amazing year one. Year two, a little less, and by year three, he was basically he was done. 
So I wonder if long-term, like that lack of superstar talent will eventually come out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Whereas Jonathan Taylor, Swift, Dobbins, like these guys are elite athletes and prospects since they were 10 years old. Like there's no denying the physical talents that they have. So I think longevity wise, those are the guys I'm buying into. Not so much James Robinson, even though I hope he proves me wrong, but that's just the gut feeling I have. Yeah, I agree. Is that it's like these, these other running backs that we've mentioned have so much more talent. We're just not given the preseason. They weren't given the opportunity right off the bat where Robinson was kind of thrown in this position with on the COVID list. Like they're they're They, it was. It was by Armstead. Of, Armstead was going to be the guy, yeah. right? If it wasn't for getting sick. So everything, everyone was there. He had to show what he could do. So if you get the ball and you're somewhat talented. And good on him. He did a great job. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not bashing. But you're right. He was saying that 25 these, carries right off the bat. All goal line, he could catch the ball. Their quarterback situation was in the air. They were from behind a lot. Like it was just the perfect situation for James Robinson to do well. Where these other quarter or running backs that we see near the end of the season are doing better. Like you're, they're showing what they can do. Like Dobbins, man, you watch him in the playoffs, you watch him leading up to the playoffs when Baltimore came back from that COVID hit. They were one of the best offenses. You look at Swift when he was healthy. I think with Swift, the biggest thing with Swift is it's going to be his health the whole time uh, going forward. He, you can't rely upon him in Detroit where they're going to they're going to need him. So I've got not to switch gears too much, but I've got kind of like the opposite question for you guys. Here's a player that just perennially doesn't do anything because of injuries. Does Saquon Barkley get one more shot at just getting picked in the top five just because of his name next year? I had Saquon Barkley's name written on my piece of paper right in front of me with a massive question mark for the exact same reasons. Can he stay healthy? That is the ultimate question. And at what point do these really bad injuries catch up with them and just take that slight edge that we know in the NFL all it takes is a split second of speed off of your your agility and your bursts and all these things and all of a sudden you go from an elite athlete to an average athlete so it, at what point does this happen is it going to happen with Barkley I think because of his name and what he's done in the past I think you're right I think going into next season he'll still be drafted as probably a top five running back, even though I don't think he should be. But man, uh, I, I don't know if I would touch him personally. I don't think, I think I'm letting someone else I'll take, take that gamble. I mean, I'll let Joel. I like also him. the one game that we saw him this year, he looked terrible. That was the giants though. I, like, I, I know, but Gi- he's still on the giants. <laughs> I know, but I think, I think their offense was is he getting tra- a little he bit. traded. <laughs> oh, but I, I think he's, he's still an elite talent like he is he's he's one of the best running backs but he that's, has that, i think that was robert's point though is is he still that after all these injuries well we don't know because he hasn't played but exactly. so you don't just write him off altogether it's like christian mccaffrey yeah he's one of the greatest running backs complete but so now all of a sudden you're not gonna draft him yeah i guess the difference with mccaffrey though is like He's he's given an entire season and been the number one running back. Barkley, it seems like, has been drafted as that, 
He's but al- has never it's always delivered. Been, it's always been the hype of Barkley. He's shown flashes, but Barkley's Barkley's had a lot of big injuries now. He's, 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 so are you writing off Ezekiel Elliott too then? I, Zeke to me is fading too. Like I don't think I'm drafting Zeke in the top ten next year. Like I think I think Zeke is on the back end of his fantasy career for sure. They're just like we just talked about. Okay, we just so talked about all then. this group yeah, yeah, last yeah. year is bumping. So is a so lot of all good that guys out. all all that whole running back draft running back running back is that starting to dwindle down now because there is so much talent in the running back position no, now? And, I, I, and then we went wide receivers, and we could only name maybe four or five. I still think the scarcity is there, no matter what, with the running backs. I still think in season long, it's getting those running backs early will still pay off throughout the season. But it is not what it used to be. You're right. Like, cause, and a lot, of, a lot of teams are going to a two running back set mm-hmm. and using more running backs. So there is a little more, but when you have those stud guys that hit like a Camara this year, um, you know, I mean, Camara like, wasn't great all year though. Hey, yeah, it's, it's true. It's, you had Devonte Adams. Like, yeah, he was hurt. You had, you had, um, Jefferson, Justin like, a, Jefferson. Justin, yeah. Like you had a guy like that who was consistently top. So are you saying abandon the running back? Kind of the old guard. Everyone kind of went back well, to it I'm, this year with the drafting running back, running back. Yeah. But I mean, I... But I'm saying there's so many running backs now that you could draft two crazy wide receivers yeah. to the top five, and you still get... Like, we've listed Akers, Dobbins, Taylor, CEH. Okay, like these are all number one, two. Uh, Kamara, McCaffrey, Barkley, um, You're right. Gordon. You're right. Like, all these... Like So if you, you, can, get, if you can get a stud at another position and then still get a Zeke... Elliot and Barkley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe in the first round you do draft Devonte Adams and then, yeah, I can still get Elliot and Barkley or whatever. Yeah. I, I see your point. Yeah. For I, sure. I guess. Yeah. And I think that was kind of where I was going with it. Like, I think Barkley this year could be the first year where you actually get him at a, at a good value. At a value. Yeah. Could be. You're right. So you're picking one of those rookies over Barkley. I probably um, am personally. Not all of them, but a couple of those guys I will take over Barkley. Yeah. I'll take Taylor over Barkley. I'll take Dobbins yeah. over Barkley. And probably Acres. Probably Acres. Maybe Swift. I think I would agree with you with those ones. I don't know if I'd take Gibson over Barkley. No, I wouldn't. Gibson to me and CEH to me. Robinson. We keep forgetting. And, and Robinson. <laughs> no, those three I wouldn't take over Barkley. Screw that guy. <laughs> I mean, watch him light it up next year. Well, especially, hey, if they. If they, when they draft Trevor Lawrence, this offense could change dramatically. Like this, yes, this kid's gonna. He's. I think he's Plus gonna head coach, jump right in there. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be good, man. They already have Absolutely. the talent at wide receiver. I mean, oh yeah, you add a quarterback. We've seen it before. You add a quarterback to an already half decent team, and it can change things in a hurry. So, I mean, if Robinson is still there, we could be eating our words right now uh, next year. Speaking yep. of the state of Miami or Florida, sorry. What about Gaskin? <laughs> There's another yeah. guy that's kind of in the same boat as do you, uh, do you James think Robinson. He rolls rolls over into next year. He was great. Man, he was great he was this really year good. when he was the yeah. guy there. I mean, he was. If you had him as your RB two, you were laughing. Oops. As long as he was healthy, sorry. so he's a he's a guy that I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd want to trust him if he was my second running back. I drafted. 
I'd be a little mm-hmm. nervous. But I mean, well, you're you're set somewhere else though. I guess. I, but if you have if him as your third running back, no problem. I'll take that all day. If he can stay healthy, that Ahmad guy was pretty good too. He like yep. I think that whole backfield show that they they're kind of getting the running game going in in uh, in Miami. So whoever's the guy in Miami, I would I could I would trust, especially as a flex running back. Sure. And, and this is so going from Miami to like from I'm gonna follow Gase's footsteps. <laughs> is there anyone in the Jets that <laughs> you guys find any kind of like? I I will I will draft Jets next year. Mm-hmm. Just just on the on the narrative alone that Gaze is no longer there. I love their new coach. Um, yeah, and Darnold kind of he showed flashes there near the end, kind of like you know everyone's talking about oh kill the season for to get Trevor Lawrence and Darnold's like hey I was a top prospect too and he's still a young dude. Yeah, he came out. I think he came out after just one year, maybe two years. Like he was drafted really young. Yeah, and uh, he got derailed by the mono last year he kind of missed the whole season put in a worse situation than and going to that the whole jet. situation i i kind of like i kind of like him and um i don't know they have no run game they have to draft a running they, back. they get a yeah they got to get they got to get a running back for sure but i think it's i think the jets could they there's not nowhere to go but up for the jets next year so yeah, they got a nice high pick they so. need they need frank gore to retire though <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Get he out, retire, just, just he's gonna retire a 49er. Just get he's gonna go to the 49ers. That P Ryan guy, maybe could he be something? Maybe I don't know. He's they gave him a couple opportunities. He never looked like much in the backfield. I like but. Mims. I really like Mims. Mims, there's the name. That's the guy to watch. He's that dude could be special if him and Darnold get going and get some good coaching and some good offensive line work. Does uh, I I think we have to say that Mahomes remains the top quarterback next year. Does it go to Aaron Rodgers after that? Does Aaron Rodgers do it again? We Going into this year, he wasn't drafted oh, as man. a starting quarterback. How would I think I would take, I think I would take Josh Allen over him. I think I would go Josh Allen. Then maybe Rodgers, I guess. Russell Wilson faded huge, man. He was like, he's like, but, he's like, you go, you go by blinds. And you don't buy like this total see through. You just want like a tainted see through. <laughs> so it's just enough to keep the Seahawks do this every this is, year. This oh, is man. every every year. The smartest thing you can do. And even DK Metcalf, as awesome as he was, DK this, Metcalf reminds me of a coffee. It's like, how would you like your coffee? I'd like it a DK Metcalf. <laughs> this is the new Starbucks coffee. Yeah, I don't the know DK what it is. Metcalf. They should get yeah, on that immediately. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. The DK Metcalf. <laughs> um, but this is this is what the Seahawks do. They come out flying, throw in the ball, Russell Wilson time, and by week eight, they're like, hmm, we're not winning many games doing this. Let's switch it up. And they start playing defense. They start running the ball more. Wilson is it's just it's what they do. And it, the smartest thing you can do in fantasy is draft. Wilson and DK and trade them after week five or six when they're just flying high. Mm-hmm. I had them on my on our main league and those guys won me probably six games at the start the first eight of the season because between the two of them they're putting up sixty points a game. It was incredible. Whoa, whoa, and whoa. then you went like four two and four. Okay, don't start the math with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is metaphorical, a hole. 
<laughs> and but they, and then they let you down. They let you yeah. down. You need them more. As much as I love my Seahawks, fantasy wise, they're going to let you down because they turn into a defense first team, which is great as a Seahawks fan because that's how you win. But as a fantasy player, it's tough to rely on them when you when you really need them. So I don't know. I I wouldn't I wouldn't want Wilson again. To me, this just shows. You wait on quarterbacks. Depth. You yeah. wait on quarterbacks. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, well, Mahomes is great, but look at, like, for instance, Ryan picked up Aaron Rodgers in a trade halfway through the year yep. because, or you could have picked him up for heaven's sakes. Like, you just wait on quarterbacks, man. Just, I I just, play. I had um, in the Dynasty League. I had Rivers. Or sorry, sorry, not Rivers. Wilson and I Tannehill. picked up Tannehill off for nothing. Yeah. And I played Tannehill the last like four games made to the finals. Yeah. But it, it it's crazy how deep the quarterback position is. Yes. Where if you get Mahomes, good. You're winning probably a lot of weeks because of him. But at the same time. Do you want to waste a first round pick on him though? If you get yeah. Mahomes in the third round, then yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to keep him or have him in the first round, like you're handcuffing your team unnecessarily especially with all the new 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 guns coming out like burrow even herbert yeah guys like that great like, there's there's there's, there's so many quarterbacks hey guys i do want to move on i wanted before we uh wrap this episode up i want to touch on the super bowl it's happening this sunday it's going to feel a lot different everyone just kind of watching in their own homes but uh what are your what are your thoughts on Super Bowl? How are you feeling about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going against the Kansas City Chiefs? Are you peeing or pouring yourself a drink? I hope that's a drink. Because if, if you're in the bathroom right now yeah. while doing this hey, podcast. Man. I'm living large. <laughs> Can you believe friggin' Tommy Boy's doing it again? Tommy yeah. Boy just doing it again. I think this is going to be a great Super Bowl. I'm a, not a fan of either one of these teams, but I think it's going to be a good football game to watch. As a Broncos fan, the Chiefs, I hate watching the Chiefs, but they are just so elite. Like the Bills, I thought to even the Browns, when Mahomes got, got hurt, I was not cheering, but I was not upset. And I'm like, the Browns might actually beat the Chiefs, like this might actually go in the Browns' favor because you don't want to see anyone hurt except for Mahomes. But I wasn't ups- I wasn't upset or mad about it. And then when they came back, Henny, you know, he did that. It just shows the... the, the Andy the Reid whole... is awesome. Yeah. The, the and he has whole... the best quarterback in the league. Yes. So, and with seeing T- Tampa Bay, like they have beat Drew Brees and the Saints. Drew Brees... Was not hundred percent. Then they came and beat like arguably the MVP of the league, and that insane offense with the Packers. I think that game came down to coaching. Where Lafleur, Lafleur, that was a bad. We got to talk about that. Was yeah. Take a minute. Talk about it. Dumb. That was dumb. When they (laughs) kicked the field goal there, I said to Mason, my son, you lost the game. We're watching. I'm like. Green Bay is not going to touch the ball again. This is nope, Tom yeah. Brady. You don't think Tom Brady knows how to kill two minutes and ten seconds? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're not playing. This isn't this isn't week three playing the, the freaking New York Giants. Like, you 
need this to get to the Super Bowl. You don't play scared. And you scared. have Aaron Rodgers at the eight-yard line. You have okay. Aaron. That's exactly This is, this is my, my question. This is my question. They were down by eight, were they not? Yep. So if if you go for it and you don't get it, you're still down by eight, but you're pinning them at their own eight-yard line. Exactly. You still need a touchdown. Yep. You kick a field goal, you're still down by five. You still need, you a, still touchdown. need a touchdown. No matter what. Yep. It doesn't matter. Like, what? This was just stupid. simple flag football rules <laughs> where you go for the touchdown and you pin them deeper. You kick a field goal, you're kicking off to them. They get it at the 30, whatever it takes. And they're killing the clock. You had like three timeouts. It was stupid. It was completely It made no sense whatsoever. I couldn't, when they put, brought the field goal team out, I couldn't believe it. Like, it makes no sense. We're, best case scenario, you get the ball back and you tie the game. If everything goes absolutely perfect, you still only tie the game? Like, if you score a touchdown well, there, best, you, course, okay. best case scenario, you win the game. I could see him going for the touchdown. I would rather him kick the extra point down by one, kick the ball off. You need a field goal, not a touchdown. Yeah, no, like it was dumb. Like, LaFleur, like honestly, the- like, that's that's almost a fireable offense. Like to have the season, the Green Green Bay, they had such a everyone crapped all you have over one Green of the Bay going best, this year. Yes, and what one they the, did going thirteen and three, they were sick. Dream season, Rogers MVP, and then you don't give the MVP of the league, Aaron Rodgers, a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. You're not putting the ball in his hands. What are you doing? Like that made me angry, to be honest. I, I was I was really here. pushing for Green Bay, and <laughs> I now, didn't make sense. And now we have watching Tom like, Brady man. in the damn Super Bowl again. I will say Tampa Bay's defense is it's that's insane. where the difference. Their pass rush oh, is man. unreal. That Devin White, am I saying uh, is Devin or yep. first name yep. White? That kid is insane, and he is he could be the difference maker. This could be the first time in a while I think we could if if Tampa Bay wins, I think we could see a defensive player as an MVP. Of the Super Bowl, I don't think it's happened for a while. I've got no stats in front of me. I just can't remember the last time a defensive player was the MVP. But this Devin White kid is insane. And if if somehow Tampa Bay wins, I have a gut feeling it's going to be because of the defense. And Devin White's going to do something special on Sunday. Love it. I love I love the energy. So who you guys got before we wrap up here? Who you got winning? I think I'm going Tampa Bay. 28 31 no sorry Tampa Bay 31 <laughs> 31 to 27 take your socks off bro <laughs> 31 27 Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. I'm going to go Tampa Bay 34 31 it's going to be a hell of a game Oh you that's way too close that It's going to be a hell of a close. game and I I'm telling you, Tampa Bay's defense is going to come out firing. Just friggin' t- how do you bet against Tom Brady? How do you bet yeah. against Tom Brady? I think I'm I think going Tampa uh, Bay. I, wait, one more thing is that Tampa Bay is at home. First, first time, time ever. Again, NFL history. Only yeah. Tom Brady has this happen. All to him. Eight, 18 fans there is are going <laughs> Dude, to Dude, that cheap. place, I'm telling you, is going to be freaking packed. Florida don't give a shit. I'm, I'm going Tampa open, Bay as well. Oh really? 2017. Yeah, I think uh, Tom Brady comes comes Wait a back minute. at the end. 2017. Yep. You're you think they're going to keep Kansas City to 17? I think they're going to keep Kansas City to 17. I thought he was going year 2017. No. Wow. If that happens, you should like 
also get the Lotto 649. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the enjoyment and the energy, boys. Um, for everyone listening, please uh, follow us on Twitter. We're still active on there. We'll probably keep that going for the off-season and uh, do a couple of podcasts over the off-season as well. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and thanks to Rob and Jordan. See you, boys. See you.